This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, everyone. It's slightly something else. It's us again. We did it. I'm I'm Yahtzee Croshaw, and this is Jack Packard. It's true. That is my name. Uh, this week we are going to be talking about uh, VR. Yes, which we've talked about before, but hmm. uh, with the added relevance because of the Oculus Quest 2, which yes. I have one of and you have used one of. <laughs> well, uh, the, the topic came up because over um, over the holiday weekend... Uh, it was the only thing any of my family talked about, uh, and this is non-gaming family. Interesting. Yes, it reminded me very much of the Wii days. Ah, uh, yes, the Wii days. Those wonderful days when Nintendo thought they could make a new lease on life by catering exclusively to the casual gaming families crowd. And it works. Um, they they made billions and billions of dollars. <laughs> well, where are all those billions and billions of dollars now? It worked for a while. Mm-hmm. But eventually what transpired was that it turns out that people who buy the Wii for that reason only ever buy the Wii and nothing else. Mm. They're just happy with their bowling. <laughs> they don't buy anything else they put out for it. So after a few months, they're all like, oh, shit, all is forgiven, Nintendo fans. Here's a Mario game. We still love you. Right. But, like, the the Wii itself, you know, one, huge cash influx for Nintendo. Uh, yeah, huge pissed it all down the toilet with the Wii U, though, didn't they? One, I mean, I liked the Wii U, but 100%. Uh, <laughs> the, the thought, though, here for me, for me as someone who is still tepid about VR... Is this the the Oculus being as cheap as it is and as accessible as it is with uh, its wireless capabilities is exactly what VR needs to break into the mainstream? Well, let's not gloss over that because, as I said, (laughs) I've got one and I specifically sought one out because I'd heard it was wireless and I was like, no, that can't be. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, every VR helmet up to now has been wired uh, and um, the index... Uh, the previous, you know, front runner in VR isn't wireless and costs a thousand bucks, and mm-hmm. you need to run it off a computer. So how can a VR system just come out of nowhere that you don't need to run off a computer that is wireless mm-hmm. and costs three hundred bucks, which is astonishingly cheap? Yes, astonishingly cheap. And I really hate to admit that now I've used it, I can say it's a really good bit of tech. Oh. And I really hate to admit it because of the whole corporate dick-sucking thing. Right. You have to accept that Facebook is behind it. So, you know, we're all going to be put against the wall when the revolution comes. And uh, it's probably stealing all our data as we speak. Yes. Even now turned off in the corner of the room. It is recording everything I'm saying, and this is going to be used against me in some kind of future pre-crime trial against the corporate state. Yeah. But for what it's worth... If you can look past all that, 
it's probably the best VR experience you can get. It was as you really say, lovely, yeah. And as you say, uh, the fact that it's wireless is probably going to be a huge step in making it much more accessible because that's always been the biggest problem with VR. You need like the morning off to set it up. I I was I was having VR talks with uh, you know my cousins, my aunts, and my uncles, and you know I was describing to them what you need for other VR setups. Yeah, you need the little trackers. The wires. You that's the other thing. You don't even need trackers. You don't even need to put little cameras around the room, and and there doesn't seem to be any problem recording your motion without it. Right. And, and it's like, like something from space. <laughs> it's from another world. Well, that's that's the thing. And so I was describing to them like why I've been skeptical of VR. And it's just like, oh, the wires, the computer you need, the trackers that you have to put all up in your room. And they're like, what are you talking about? VR is you just put on this thing right here. <laughs> and this yeah. is exactly like my aunt who who's you know like plays a solitaire on her phone is, is that's her only gaming experience is considering getting an oculus so she can play vr uh poker you know or whatever it is that you want to play <laughs> well she's in for rude awakening you need time to get over the motion sickness thing mm. yes I think so whether lot... this could be the sorry after you oh i was just going to say i think a lot of people will will hit upon that as you know like it, it was passed around over th the thanksgiving weekend everyone had about five ten minutes and everyone loved it but yes as soon as someone sits down for a proper gaming session oh boy yeah. hmm. i didn't just stand up with vr these days i used to always sit down but mm -hmm. i felt like i gotta maybe i could get some exercise in somewhere <laughs> you know it actually took me a while to unlearn was uh turning with the analog stick it took me a while to remember, oh, I can just turn around now. <laughs> I can just physically turn around and shoot the thing behind me because I don't have any wires and I'm not going to hang myself. Mm. But I don't think it's going to be the next Wii. Oh, you don't? No. Okay. Because if, if you look at the Wii and if you look at uh, all that sort of stuff that's like broken out into the non-enthusiast market like Guitar Hero and Pokemon Go and all of that, if you look at most of those cases, the connecting factor is that they're social. Hmm. Wii Sports, very social. Guitar Hero, social. Pokemon Go actually makes you leave the house. Yeah. And VR is, by its very nature, antisocial. So um, only one person could use it in a room. You can't really have a party around it. That I'll tell you the the you're 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 absolutely correct. But uh, ours was a special situation where someone was casting it via their Chromecast. Ooh, I think you need a separate bit of tech to do that. You do. Uh, yeah, I think you need an extra wire. You do, but that is what made it, you know, like watching. So everyone else could watch what was happening on the TV and ah, while the okay. person experienced it. So it was a communal experience, and perhaps that's that's one of the key features as far as like party games are concerned well i don't think that you can really uh that's really the core audience of vr i mean they've, they've tried that <laughs> shit they tried that with um keep talking nobody explodes it's just about the one concept that does work yeah in a situation where one person has a vr helmet and nobody else does <laughs> that's true that's but, true but aside from that it's not really a you know a communal experience I mean, 
I mean, sure, everyone around the room watches the other person play and goes, ooh, look, look at them play. What fun that they're having. But the person with the thing on is completely isolated from reality. Yeah. <laughs> they can't see the room around them. They don't see if they're bumping into someone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not that sort of thing. But I think that's where that's where it can be. And I'm seeing someone in chat saying that uh, the, the Oculus does have like built-in casting technology. Well, well, whatever. The point is you don't need to put sensors around the room. Right. You just it's all a one stop shop, stick it on your head and away you go. Right. And well and to me, that's what makes it the next we. That's what I that's what I saw. Like I saw the excitement that I saw with the non gaming folks putting on the VR and uh, you know, like they, they were playing stuff like, you know, super hot and uh, beat saber and you know, just simple stuff. Mm, it sounds like they've just latched onto the gimmick aspect. That audience doesn't stick around. But that's what the do, Wii showed us. I guess that's the question. Do they need to stick around though? Or do does VR just need that like one big cash and popularity influx to get it over its its stigma, to get it over its hurdles? Well, as I say, it's an inherently antisocial thing. It's really um immersive for core hardcore gaming. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it could get like an extra, a few headlines, an extra blip, but sooner or later, like, you know, I don't think you could really sell it as anything but a hardcore gaming device. People like try to use it as like, they could use like a virtual interface to browse the web or whatever. Oh, yeah. Ew. Or like so, do social media and stuff. Mm-hmm. But most people are just happy with the system they've got they look at a screen they can go on social media and if they ever want to stop looking at the screen look at something else in the room they just turn their head (laughs) but you can do that virtually i mean you don't really want something that exclusively draws you to one specific thing in that sort of setting People want to be aware of the room around them. A lot of people get freaked out if they're not aware of the room around them, especially if they like might suddenly bump into something. Yes, yeah, I am. I am uh, as someone who literally um, bumped into stuff while playing Super Hot VR over the weekend. Yes, it's it's very well, you upsetting. Have been paying more attention to the barriers. The game well, shows it you. gives you barriers, but then you have to reach through the barriers to grab items. And I got I got scared and and. <laughs> And I started flailing. <laughs> well, it sounds like you need a bigger play space. <gasps> Dang, you're right. You're absolutely right. But I, I guess, like to me, it, like you know, I've I've now dabbled in VR just a handful of times, and and all the times I've dabbled, I've had a genuinely good time. But you know, like we're still looking at hurdles. We're still looking at price. We're still looking at comfort. We're still looking at that social aspect. But I, th- I also think that if we have something that that's this accessible, like mm-hmm. the Oculus, obviously, like Facebook stigma has to go aside because it comes with Facebook. That's part of the, that's part of the shit, right? Mm. I, I don't like it. I don't like it. But no. but that's nobody, where nobody likes it. Is. Nobody likes it. I mean, we all want to like uh, uh, yaboo the corporations and boycott them all. Mm-hmm. But it's fucking impossible because they run everything. So we might as well just accept it. Uh, so I mean, if it if you if if it ever gets really upsetting that you're having to support corporations to do evil things just to get by in daily life, you could always just kill yourself. Mm. That's what I tell myself. Mm. Well, that's makes one things route. a lot easier. <laughs> that's definitely one route to go. But I think like. 
that aside, with the accessibility, like some of the things I have been seeing in the VR space is, you know, like I, I, I don't, I, I agree with you that I think like browsing the web in VR is going to be dumb. Um, it, it, it just doesn't have the infrastructure. Like, you know, we, we like scrolling on our phones. We don't need that in VR. I think working in VR is going to be, uh, well, yeah, yeah what, I don't think that's going to work, but if you and a group of friends all have VR, you know, cheap VR headsets and you get in something like tabletop simulator, or you get in something like that is a uh, a communal game space and we can all get together talk with each other see each other ish i i think that aspect has some promise so it could bring back board games in the age of covid right it could bring back board games in the in the age of globalization in the age of i have friends around the country around the world whom I don't get to interact with that often, now we can. And that's that could be a very nice thing. You couldn't look at their actual face, though, could you? Because <laughs> there's a big thing in the way. Right, right. That's where it gets weird. Yeah. It's just like a bunch of weird tampon people talking to each other. Wait, why tampon people? I don't know. I just thought of, like, uh, weird white things. Weird white round things. <laughs> And my mind just went to tampons for some reason. There's people with giant tampons for heads just talking to each other. Well, you know, it's it, it makes the conversation more absorbing. <laughs> hey! <laughs> someone does... Someone does um, improv comedy right there. Hey, hey, all right, all right. Now I need an occupation and a non-geographical location. <laughs> super chats coming in thick and fast just want to make my usual reminder that uh, we will be reading out your super chats from the halfway point of the podcast so don't feel like we're ignoring them yes uh, that's our that's our job from like the 11 o'clock point we will read them all out in time so if you've got anything you want to ask or anything you want us to say uh get them in all right Back to your regularly scheduled discussion about corporate bootlicking. Uh, right. And I like to me, that's, you know, uh, like now we now what we have here is a is an interesting spectrum, right? Because, you know, we have the Oculus on one end, which is, mm. uh, you know, a, a nice piece of hardware, incredibly reasonably priced, like the access point for anyone who's on the fence. And then on the other side, we have like Valve Index, you know, very yeah. high end, and and these are these are your these are are for both worlds. But we they also have a barrier where you know, like each has their own stores, right? Mm. So there's also no path for upgrading. Mm. Um. Well, people could always crack them. People could always, people yeah. could always jailbreak their Oculus Quests, and Ooh. then you're fighting the man. I love then it. You can, then you can have your Oculus Quest and still be fighting the man. Yes. I Crack it and play on. all those dodgy Steam VR games and porn that comes out. <laughs> if you want to buy games on the Oculus Quest, you've got to go through, like, you know, I had to install an app on my phone. Oh. Wouldn't even let me use it until I'd, like, installed an app and logged in with Facebook. You've got to have a Facebook account of to course. use it. Of course. Of course. Right, so, and, yeah. and then that's that's how they they're trying to get you into their ecosystem. Just siphon, yep. like you yep. know, they're done siphoning yep. your brain waves. Now they want your money. This is how they collect us and separate us for the uh, cyberpunk future. Mm. 
We're all gonna be enslaved to the Facebook Corporation. The very boring cyberpunk dystopian future where it's just about advertising. Eh. (laughs) Mm. Well, it's one of the other reasons I thought VR is always going to be niche. It's never really going to be hugely mainstream. Mm -hmm. It's partly that um, there there was the accessibility, and that's not even like completely out of the way. It's still there's still the headaches, the motion sickness. Mm -hmm. Some people just can't like deal with that. Yeah. Some people have difficulty wearing it with glasses. I've uh, worked it out, but I have fairly small glasses. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, it's still kind of heavy. I mean, obviously, there's still room for the tech to improve and miniaturize and stuff, but it feels kind of heavy on my head when I'm standing up, spinning around, shooting all the zombies in Resident Evil 4. Hmm. And I think that exacerbates the headaches a bit. I could see that. I could see that. I know, like, those of us who were playing, there were several of us with glasses. We didn't seem to be a problem. Whoa. And the other thing is, it's only good for first-person games, and that's not the full spectrum of the wonderful experience of video gaming. That is true. I mean, it's it's not really... There's not really much point using it to play Civilization, for example. Again, a lot of people probably just prefer watching that on a screen so they can just look away at any time and interact with their dog or their family or whatever. I don't know. I could see I could see having a lot of fun with like a big god mode strategy game like that. You know, like depending depending on how you're able to minority report, move the map around and move your your characters, I could see I could see something like Civilization actually working gangbusters. What about all the other games that aren't first-person shooters? Things that are more sort of immersive story experiences that's constantly cutting to a perspective away from the first-person view. It can't work at all, absolutely. So no immersion there. Well, as someone who doesn't like cutscenes, I'm okay with that. Uh, and anything that's 2D can't work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's not exactly like going to revolutionize gaming. No. It's going to revolutionize one specific part of gaming. <laughs> yeah, I, I can be with you there. That's the one of the, my current reasons for thinking it's never going to be mainstream, whatever mm. that means. <laughs> sure, and like I, I can get that argument. I guess, yeah my my prediction isn't that it's going mainstream. My prediction is that it's going to have a huge wave of both money and good publicity this holiday season. This will okay. be the hot gift, and so that's going to last for you know. That, that'll kind of ripple through the next year, and then we're going to see some uh, technology improvements. That's about it. That I agree with. Yeah. I think it's going to be a hot item this Christmas. It already is, I think. I see, I'm see. certainly seeing an advertise everywhere. <laughs> it, is, it is impressive tech. Mm-hmm. A lot of people can get past the corporate dick-sucking. But I think I'm going to, you know... Go out on a limb, put the money where my mouth is. I'm going to say it's going to be a blip like the Wii was. At some, it's going to be like the big thing for a while. People are going to start all sorts mm-hmm. of like stuff to make the most of it. And then it's just going to fade back down and everything will be back to normal. I mean, the Wii was a pretty big blip, though. Yeah, but how much influence does it have now? Uh, I think one could well, argue everyone, that... Everyone was trying to do motion controls for a while. Mm-hmm. All of that shit is in the bin now. Uh, I think, I think, in fact, you and I have both argued that motion controls help lead the way in VR. All right. <laughs> but, you know, VR kind of needs it. <laughs> yes, I, I agree with you. <laughs> hmm. 
So it's like, it, it, to me, it's weird. It's weird to think about the Wii as a blip because it was incredibly successful and like mostly popular amongst gamers and non-gamers. Of course, you know, what came after the Wii U in comparison to the Wii was a tremendous flop. Yeah, hugely. Hugely flop. Uh, hu- uh, hugely flop. I think maybe it's unfair to say the Wii was a blip. It certainly right. left uh, a certain amount of influence. Mm-hmm. I think there's you can see some of its influence in the Switch. Absolutely. Uh, well, it, it learned a lesson that you can have like the silly little motion control things as long as it can also function as normal gaming. <laughs> as long as you don't force us to use it for, for gaming. Right. Right. I think Nintendo learned their lesson. For the longest time, and still, uh, really, they've been very closed-minded to sort of accessibility. They've always been, these are the controls you're going to play our games with, and you can't change them, so fuck you. Mm -hmm. The Wii U was really bad for that. I remember playing Star Fox. I was looking for a mode where, could we maybe just not use both screens? And the game went, no, you must use both screens. Fuck you. That's, That's Nintendo's policy. I mean, even today, a lot of their games have fairly flimsy options menus. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, I guess that's always been their attitude: our way or the highway. <laughs> if you want to come and live in our special Nintendo space where Mario lives, you have to play things by our rules, assholes. Fine, I guess Fuck I face. will. I like Mario. I want to play with Zelda. Fine. Well, on your knees then, bitch. Fine. <laughs> Wiggle that remote. Wiggle that remote, or no Mario for you. <laughs> Get wiggling. <laughs> is is the remote their penis? Sure. Okay, great. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where we were. Where were we? I, it, and does it really matter? I, I know, like, you know, part part of this, you know, kind of wave of, of good vibes does come with a little bit of nostalgia as they are re-releasing old games in VR. Yes, that's uh, part of the reason I sought out the Quest 2, because the only way you can play Resident Evil 4 VR, Mm -hmm. which is good. (laughs) Well, Resident Evil 4 is good, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and I've, well, I've been playing the VR version, and also the VR version on Oculus Mm. is good. Oh, okay, well, then... Uh, Not without some sticking points. Sure. Resident Evil 4 tends to, like, cut to cinematic a lot, Mm -hmm. like when you jump out of a window... We go into a new area and it'll show like a sweeping establishing shot of the area you just moved into. Mm-hmm. And every time that happens, it like cuts to like video mode where it's just like a video playing in front of your face. Yeah. With blackness, with blackness all around. I, and it's, it's kind of horrible for immersion. I did see that while, uh, while Nick was streaming that. And then like if he turned his head, like it would be like you're looking away from the movie screen. And that was very, yeah. very yeah. disorienting. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's dumb. <laughs> Also, the QuickTime events are still there. Sure. Uh, I think the game, when the game comes into its own, is when you're like fighting off a big horde of enemies and you have to switch weapons, deal with the immersive reloads. Yeah. Uh, shoot that guy, shoot that guy. That guy's encroaching. Shoot them as well. Crowd control. Watch out for the stupid bitch because stupid bitch is not hiding behind me like she's supposed to. Oh, that stupid bitch. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh. So it, it's a. So when it's doing that, it's intense and fun and engaging, mm-hmm. and they're worth checking out. Okay, say. but no other times. <laughs> well, the rest of it you have to deal with. 
the rest of it you have to deal with. Yeah, like the quick time events and the cinematic stuff. You know, that's just you know, just all the little extra bits that just fall off when you take flight. Mm-hmm. Like the cape on the dog in. Um... I'm very tired these days. <laughs> what's that? What's that one movie? That Canadian movie about the two guys. You reviewed it in review once. Well, not you. Someone did. <laughs> the Canadian movie about the two guys. The, I like. I do need more than that's a lot of movies. Strange Brew. Strange Brew. That's called? that's a Canadian movie with two guys. Yeah. The one with Rick Moranis and the other one. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a scene in that where a dog with in a cape goes flying through space okay and the cape and the cape just flies off mm. and the scene just continues and the dog doesn't care that's that's the quick time events and the cinematics in resident evil 4 vr that is the cape that flies off the dog when the dog is flying um. you don't you look back and you go oh the cape fell off who cares because you're you don't care because you're flying sure okay i'm with you i can be with i i understand now are you with me? Because I'm not with me anymore. <laughs> I I thought I was with you. I thought I understood. Okay. Well, the core experience is the combat, and that's good. All the rest of it is the cape that flies off, and you don't care. Okay. What a what a wonderful and incredibly strained metaphor you have you have weaved for us. Thank you. I suppose. No problem. So yeah, so, and um, so that works. Mm-hmm. And I've been hearing talk about them bringing uh, San Andreas to VR, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. GTA San Andreas. Well, hopefully it'll work out better than the last remastering of San Andreas. <laughs> right. Well, and yeah. Yeah. and uh, like I, I think like that nostalgia, that nostalgia is going to help sell a lot you know because i'm sure there were there are a lot of adults now who used to be gamers but had to give up gaming because you turn into an adult well you know how you know how new tech has staying power is when they do remaster all the old stuff for it Mm. like hd graphics and uh, full 3d everything's like all right this is good this is the standard now everything we used to like remade for that nostalgia style Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's why the wii was a blip because you couldn't just work motion controls into every old game. But now with yeah. VR, all you really need to do is take a 3D game and uh, a bam, away you go. It's like throw in some immersive reloads mm-hmm. and away you go. Basically any shooter. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. As for San, San Andreas, there's a bit more to it than shooting, of course. So uh, who knows whether how that'll work. It'll it'll be interesting, but like I think like all of all of that is going to it's just encouraging more people to get it. And and for me, like the the unfortunate thing is like I I love the idea that it doesn't have wires. I love the price point. That's something that I could reasonably get and not feel incredibly guilty about. The the issue then is like, am I going to be able to play the games that I want to play and Am I never going to want to move or upgrade my system? You know, like, am I never going to want like one? You can you can never play Alex because that's never going to leave Steam, right? Well, 
jailbreak. A jail- <laughs> <laughs> sure. Or it's like, you know, can I play Boneworks or can I play can I play the weird games that I know I want to play on Steam on this? And you're you're basically buying a forever device. Any game you buy on it is linked to that device or the next Facebook device. Well, Facebook have made the tech, but yeah. uh, no reason why other like uh, developers couldn't make the same sort of tech mm. that's also wireless mm-hmm. and doesn't suck corporate dick. Right. You can just play whatever you get on Steam. Of course, having said that, I have a strong feeling the reason why Facebook is selling it so cheaply is because Facebook can eat loss like it's going out of fashion. <laughs> yes, that's the and real that, thing. Yes. And most, you know, mainstream game platforms are loss leaders. Mm-hmm. So I'm a, I'm a, a pretty confident that the Oculus 2 is probably a loss leader. Sure. But I think it's gonna, probably going to pay out for them, but, you know. Uh, I would yeah. assume so. Yeah, absolutely. That's and that might be just what. And you know, having said, maybe we could just maybe an indie developer could create their own version of the tech. Maybe uh, you can only create this kind of tech with that kind of money, and you can only have that kind of money by sucking corporate dick. So uh... this is the world we're in. <laughs> I've 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 given up. Yeah, maybe maybe we should all give up. You'll probably be happier. Unless you unless you want to get an abortion at some point in the future. Mm. Maybe don't give up if you're keen on people having free access to abortions. Sure. Sure. Then fight fight a little bit longer. I'm with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. <sighs> well, you know, if the corporate if the cyberpunk corporate dystopia takes over rather than the uh evil fundamentalist Christian handmaid's tale dystopia then the corporate dystopia would probably want abortion to happen. Right, because... Because, you know, it's all, you know, resource management. Well, right, then you're not spending money on the baby, you're spending money on product. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's what they want you. So if we've got to lean into one dystopia, I guess I'm more in favor of the cyberpunk dystopia. Hmm. All right. All right, I can be with you there. I guess we all imagine we'll we all imagine ourselves as the corpos rather than the whatever you call the slum living people. Mm. The uh, the underdwellers, whatever the whatever we end up calling them, the scum, mm. the chuds, the ninety nine point nine 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 percent, the chud. Right, streaming. Uh, oh, now we're in the greens. We are streaming <gasps> now. Are we? Well, we're in the greens. We're in the greens now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are we back? Hey, looks like we're back now. Um, I know Nick, uh, editor, our editor in chief, Nick Calandra, was pretty quick to throw me under the bus. So uh, I would like to hop up <laughs> from that bus and toss uh, someone else under and just say that 
I was video chatting with Yancy the whole time. My internet is fine. Uh, we changed uh, we changed servers, so I'm betting it was Restream's fault. Okay. Yeah, I've had the occasional issue with Restream. Yeah. So, you know, I'm fine. By the way, the bus didn't hit me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, now that's out of the way. Let's start those super chats again. <laughs> I don't know where we cut off, so I'll just start at the beginning. Okay. Corey Wilson gives $10 to say, could you read the next Super Chat as a Shoggoth, if at all possible? I wouldn't want to make a fuss. I already did this once before I realized we were off the air, but I guess I'm doing it again. I have to use my Shoggoth voice from Differently Morphous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Are we still live? People keep posting weird things. You know, people are weird. Um, let's see here. And they're gone. Oh, we're gone. That's weird. Oh, hold sake. on, hold on. Let's just double check that we're good. If if you guys can see us, say hey. Say hey, what's up? We're streaming direct to YouTube now. I'm in the greens over on OBS. Oh, I see. Yep. I see we're all good. It was still here. It lives. Great. Oh, God. I don't want to waste my Shoggoth impression. Hey, oh, I'm seeing a bunch of people say hey. Okay, we're good. Okay, okay. Okay. All right, here we go then. Uh, Ray Zach gives 10 US dollar to say, I wanted to play off my balance and Beat Saber, so I looked up how much it would be to get a VR headset. It was $1,300. I chose to continue sending Super Chats instead. Beautiful. (sighs) Absolutely beautiful. Well, as we say, there's an affordable VR headset now. It's just you can't play Alex on it, so I don't know how to fix your problem there. Agreed. Uh, agreed. Yeah, you can't play Half-Life Alex. I, I believe you can play Beat Saber on Oculus. I believe Beat Saber is on Oculus. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Beat Saber's on everything. <laughs> like the easiest fucking game to, to port. It's just like swing your arms about. Right. So, you know, you won't be able to get like the Beat Saber with the like the special mods that let you put any song in it. But, you know, it's fine. Hmm. Meister Kleister Heist Air gives five euros to, to say, ever is a long time. At least it, it'll reach its potential once headsets are as light, comfortable, and cheap as sunglasses, whatever century that'll be. I agree. As I said, I still think it's a bit heavy, and I, still, and I think that's partly why it still keeps giving me a headache after about an hour of play. Mm-hmm. But hey, that ties in nicely with the battery life on the Oculus Quest 2. Play it for an hour, plug it in, wait for a bit, then play it for another hour. Oh, you get about an hour of playtime? Um, maybe more than that. Oh, okay. But, you know, you don't get more playtime than I can stand, <laughs> is the point. <laughs> Before my head starts hurting too much. I think that's like the average person. They just can't stand up that long. <laughs> uh, King Dead 42 gives five years old to say, I'd like to support VR, but the Facebook Papers League shows their company is too evil to support. They're far worse than Activision. Yeah. They're, they're very, yeah, very well, evil. if it helps, think of like the low-level workers who put all their hard work into making this nice bit of tech and who haven't molested hardly anyone. That's that's true. Maybe, maybe maybe do it for those guys. Think of all the low-level workers who didn't say anything about their higher-ups committing atrocities so they could keep a job. Oh, no. Don't suck giant corporate dick. Suck millions of tiny corporate dicks. Uh, and by the way, yes, everyone in chat, we 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 see 
you can play Half-Life Alex on the Oculus. We see that. That's oh, great. Can you? That's what they're saying. That's, well, that's according right. to chat. That's what we're that's what they're saying. Well, that's all right then. There we go. Although frankly, I prefer the Valve Index hand controllers over the Oculus hand controllers. Oh, okay. Why is that? I I think they've got a little bit more weight to them, a little bit more comfort. Mm. Although um having said that, it's not $700 worth of comfort. <laughs> $700 and a full PC and a full gaming PC. Mm. Right? It's not just $700. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, Hezaz gives eight ninety nine British British pounds to say, loved your audiobooks. If you had creative control and unlimited funds, what medium would you adapt? Will destroy the galaxy for food? Oh, uh, you got your acronym wrong there. Or would you not? P.S. I live in Bristol. Mike Badger's comment on it ruined the city for me. Okay, then. Um, what medium would I adapt will save the galaxy for food? Well, I'd like it adapted to film, I think, of all medium. Hmm. Although maybe I'm only saying that because it's been optioned. Ooh. Yes, I, yes. I think you're right. Would. I think it, that that one in particular would make a very nice film. It's it's structured a lot like uh, a nice sci-fi action film. If it were differently amorphous, I would prefer that to be a uh, TV series, like a mm -hmm. Tea Time Detective series, like Midsummer Murders. Yes. Yes, and I could see uh, Jam being kind of like a like a, a one season kind of thing, not a not a full series, not an ongoing series, but like a mini series. Yeah, you maybe know. like a Walking Dead thing. Yeah, just one, but just one season, like just one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Corey Myers gives five dollars to say, Jack and Yahtzee, what are your current PC specs to be able to run VR? Thank you for the amazing content you make. Oh, I got a big old Alienware Area 51, but I think it's getting on a bit now. Mm. And it still runs like newest games fairly well. Hang on, I need to bring up my uh, my computer stuff details. Mm. Bring well bring up my computer details, right? And I'm I'm running an older processor. I have a 1070 graphics card. Uh, but I also have a birthday coming up, and um, I am getting myself, um, with the help of uh, my brother, who's a computer guy, and some other people helping me, I'm, I'm upgrading my entire computer system. And it's, it's going to be uh, more power than I will know what to do with, which is phenomenal. <laughs> yes, I'm very excited. <laughs> Uh, got my specs here. I'm running an Intel Core i7-6800K CPU at 3.4 gigahertz, mm -hmm. 16 gigabytes of RAM. Hang on, what video card have I got? Uh, NVIDIA, NVIDIA. It's NVIDIA something. <laughs> <laughs> it's an NVIDIA something. Oh, here we go. Uh, GeForce GTX 1080. There oh, you go. Okay. Oh, you have a 1080. I only have a 1070. Oh, boof. <laughs> well, I guess this uh, this uh, computer's holding up pretty well. This is like a few years old now. Oh, yeah. Like mine's four or five was... years old at this point. Yeah. This was... Um... When did I get this? It was right after I moved to this country because... The company that the owned the Escapist at the time mm -hmm. had to buy me a bunch of new hardware. Yeah, I didn't pay with the Area 51. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> so, 
So that probably would have been like late 2016. <laughs> sure, sure. So yeah, it's 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 about it's about as old as mine. Uh, so yeah, I'm upgrading, and and you're absolutely right, Les. Uh, I also get the the lovely excuse of having it be a write off, and it's just like, oh, I need a better graphics card for editing. Ooh, I need <laughs> it for work, but also gaming, uh, which is also work. So it's okay. All righty. Sir Bob2056 gives $10 to say, you guys are great. Love the Escapist channel. Been following a long time. Do you guys ever think AR will become more popular? I, well, I can see they were that. trying it for a while, weren't they? <laughs> Nintendo were uh, making a big thing of it between uh, the Nintendo DS and uh, Pokemon Go. Mm -hmm. I don't know, though. No, everyone I know who continues to play Pokemon Go, no one uses the augmented reality. Like, no one uses the like the camera and catching the Pokemon there. Like, I I I don't know if you're considering like just the GPS data augmented reality. I think AR would work if everyone was wearing like Google glasses and it would just like throw up a heads-up display showing you like street names mm -hmm. and uh, shop opening times and stuff. That'd be neat. That would but they'd be. need to invent a version of Google Glasses that you can wear without looking like a prick. <laughs> and they never will. <laughs> they never will. I think what they need to do is invent like a version that doesn't look like Google Glasses. Mm. And they're never going to do that because they've got to sell their brand. But if you see someone with Google Glasses these days, you're basically just wearing a sign saying, please mug me. Well, didn't I want to say Ray-Ban came out with like a a, a Google Glass like where it was just like a, a nice pair of sunglasses that had a, a little camera in it and a little display. Well, then there's the legality of like having a camera constantly trained on people without them knowing. Right, right. No, I don't like that. I think I think there is some fun to be had with augmented reality. I don't think I don't know if our technology will ever get there though like as far as as far as having a computer understand the environment it's in and then be able to project whatever thing it wants to on that environment there's just far too many variables speaking of like environments actually the other feature i quite like in the oculus quest 2 mm -hmm. is that uh, you can switch to a view of the outside oh. at any time just you you give it a double tap and it switches to the view of the room around you and if there are other people in the room, you can pretend you can't see them and touch them on the bum. <laughs> yeah, it, it turns to that like black and white vision, which yeah, is, it's cre like is creepy. Night vision. Oh, is that what it, it is? Yeah. Oh, it's kind of creepy. Um, it look it looks like an image that you would see in a horror movie, like Predator vision. Well, maybe that's why I think it's cool. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah, that's fair. I so yeah, I think I think there's too many variables as far as real like fun augmented reality is concerned. Uh, mm. So I think there's there's going to be more problems there. I don't know about playing games with it. I mean, you know, Google Street View overlay to give you like information about the environment without having to look it up on your phone. I could see that. Yeah, that'd be great. For what like playing Pac-Man, running down the street, picking up power pills that, and not seeing dog turds. <laughs> Right. <laughs> right, right. Anyway, duh, 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 duh. Cat Girl Kazoo gives $5 to say, Last Friday I went to a VR chat party with a live DJ and got blackout drunk. If this isn't a sign that VR is the future, then I don't know what is. What did that entail? Did you have to actually physically go to a place? Or were you? Just... Or are you saying you got drunk by yourself at home with a VR yeah. headset on? <laughs> with a VR headset on, because that's kind of sad. The... I mean... Uh... 
I like as someone who really enjoys social gaming and you know I I I like I like that. I like being around other people and feeding off of them um <laughs> feeding off of their energy, not their flesh. Um I like that idea. I like that idea of being able to pop on your headset and mingle and mix with other people. You want to be living in Ready Player One or something? Eh, you know, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I think I think it could be – I think there's potential there. And, of course, this is also me coming off of a year of lockdown where, you know, our best option was Zoom. And, mm-hmm. and then, you know, it's really frustrating because you can't present – any sort of meaningful conversation as you have to look at the camera and then also look at the TV where the person is. Well, if you want VR socializing to take off, you're going to need more people to be wearing stuff that tracks all of their movement and not just their hands. Because mm. you did, then you just got this weird hands and face floating in space, tampons for heads situation. <laughs> yeah, but I, I would prefer that over... Over Zoom. I prefer tampon head over Zoom, I think. Okay. <clears throat> what if you like recorded like your facial movements so we could like project an avatar? Mm-hmm. That could be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be neat. Smysk Audio gives $5 to say, love the podcast. Do you think Nintendo could be capable of coming up with an actual successful VR product as opposed to AR with the Switch? No. Well, uh, <laughs> no, you don't. You don't think they'll uh, go in for that? What if it like did get a huge uh, mainstream push because of the Oculus Quest? Nintendo has a incredible and noted history of be of making the absolute cheapest hardware possible. That's fairly true. Uh, they had to put out all that. Like post-sale stuff for the Wii, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, extra attachments, and, and they had to rework the tech a couple of times. Like think, think about, I mean, th- and think about their successes. Think about their massive, massive successes, like so- something like the Game Boy, right? Where they yeah. they pushed the Game Boy to be black and white because they were thinking of us. They were thinking of the gamers. We want people to game for long periods of time. If we have a color screen, they're not going to be able to. Um, and so, uh, no, I can't imagine that they're going to like look at a VR headset and and try to. And, well, I guess if they could figure out how to make a VR headset that cheap, it would be great. But I don't. I don't think they will. Well, maybe they'd want to do it just so that they could have something else called the Virtual Boy and erase the first one from history. Yeah, <laughs> like Star Wars did with the holiday special. They made a new there holiday special. <laughs> did they? They made a, a Lego holiday special. Yeah. Oh. Uh... Well, it sounded like they were approaching it with a sense of irony. Mm. A little bit. SVS Guru 2000 gives five euro to say it will only reach its full potential when the headset intercepts all neural signals and gives you a heart attack when you get stabbed in the game. Perfect. Well, well, you know, sticking a TV right in front of someone's eyes is a completely different tech to complete neural interface. That's a different tech tree. Yeah. Slightly different branch. I ain't, I ain't denying it. You know, once uh, once we can fully interface the human mind with a computer system, that's basically the end of civilization. That basically leads inevitably to the Borg. Hmm. That's fair. 
That's fair. Then we then we have a very interesting situation in which uh, there are some people living inside the computer, but yeah. we still need people living outside the computer to maintain the computers. Unless you become the Borg. Unless you become the Borg. Then, then all your then your mind could be off in the cosmos exploring like the depths of experience and knowledge, mm. and your body could just been taken over by an AI to work all the machines. Ooh. We'd all be. All the robot drones while our minds play in the infinite cosmos. And then every once in a while, you got to go back into your body to make sure they're doing their work right and uh, make some adjustments. Okay. Then you can go back. Oh, did you enslave another innocent planet? Fucking bodies. Body. That was not what. This- what? And then you- what? We, need- we needed the memory. You look back through the code. I can see where a pure logic says to enslave another alien race, but we've been through this. You can't do that. Yes. Sorry, everybody. But I guess since you're already enslaved, all right. Well, well all right, fine. When you, you showed us how to interface our consciousness with the cosmic evermind, and I guess that compensates for murdering our entire planet. Yeah, you're welcome. Come on in. <laughs> Hmm, all right. That's where reality breaks down altogether. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rob Hoff gives $2 to say Unity Slices Mixed Reality Tabletop Super Cool. Okay. Unity Slices Mixed Reality Tabletop Super Cool. Well, I, I mentioned something about that, like uh, thinking about uh, I've had a few virtual like board game nights via Tabletop Simulator. And that mm. that would be really fun. That would be really fun if if you know I had my little my little uh, goggles on and my little uh, my my cousin plays a lot of uh, VR poker, big poker player, and you know, you pick up your cards and you get to actually have that a little bit of tactileness while I guess sitting and talking with yeah. other people. That'd be nice because it's easy to have a poker face when you have a tampon for a face. <gasps> tampon poker face is uh, a rare B side of a Lady Gaga song. I had a feeling that was where you were going. I I wasn't uh, sure where I was going until I said it, Yance. <laughs> Corey Wilson gives $10 to say, on the topic of other types of games, what about an RTS where you have a war table with the flags and at any point you can look out your room to the ensuing battle? Sure, that could, that's a gimmick that could drive a VR game. Well done. Go develop it. So then you're, you're like... You're looking at the table, and then you could, like, just turn your head and watch, like, the battle happen? Yes. That could be fun, yeah. So it would be like a tower defense thing, like you're trying to stop the enemy from coming to kill your house? <laughs> and then they just get closer and closer in your peripheral vision, and like, yeah. oh, crap! <laughs> and you hear the thundering of hooves upon dirt. Ooh, I like it. And you piss yourself. Yay! Brought to you by Huggies, because there'll be ads soon. <laughs> Adult gamer diapers. Svius Guru 2000 gives five euros to say, there is a VR city builder, a handful of Keflings, where you can pick up the characters and imagine slapping minions in a VR dungeon keeper. Yeah, everyone's got their like concept for a VR game. And if VR gets more popular, then maybe everyone will get their chance to try it out. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. You know, it would be kind of cool is if you could design games within VR. Like you could like place things with your hands and like like uh, use like voice controls to say to like dictate code. Ooh. And say now this device uh, needs to come into the room after exactly 100 ticks 
then there needs to be a fade out and then while the screen's black we move this character here here and here then fade back up and then dialogue ex execute dialogue 12 from here it'd be fun it'd be like uh, using the star trek holodeck to <laughs> to build a game that that could be interesting that would take a lot of interface design but i could see that and as someone who likes to talk through problems, I could see that actually helping me in some uh, in some of my work is like if I could just talk through it and the com mm -hmm. a computer or an a artificial intelligence knew what I wanted it to do. That would be great. Hmm. Hmm. Scavenger gives ten dollars to say I can see other genres becoming big in VR. For a long time, nobody thought you could have a three D game because of the technology limits. Every third person game is a first person from the camera POV. All right, fine, but. Uh, the problem with first person is uh, situational awareness. Mm. Like it's a lot easier to be able to drive a car from a third person behind camera because you can see when the right hand side of the car is about to smash into something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there. Also, I don't think VR is ever going to like do melee games very well because that would depend on the actual player having the actual ability to swing physical objects and um, a lot of people don't right like do you remember was it was it on the wii or was it a wii u uh, that did like that tried to do like a punch out boxing game with yeah with, like the oh that's that sucked no i love i love playing shooters in vr yeah. i always feel really stupid playing melee games <laughs> in vr <laughs> <laughs> uh. look at me swinging my mighty sword <laughs> right see that just i just look feel like a complete dork doing that but with a gun it's like pow 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 when you're already holding something that's hand that has a handle right and so that just makes yeah. sense <laughs> you feel cool dual wielding guns in boneworks i do not feel cool swinging a sword around mm -hmm. in blade and sorcery sure sorry <laughs> <clears throat> Trip Harrison gives 10 US dollars to say, Yats, is there a fundamental difference between a ghost train ride and spunk goggle wee-wee? The latter tends to share the railroading and disconnected set-piece encounters of the former, after all. This is referencing terms I introduced in my most recent extra punctuation episode. Oh. Well, the difference is the ghost train ride is defined by being a sort of modular sequence of non-overlapping set-pieces that don't really affect each other and reset between each one. Mm-hmm. And the spunk gargle wee wee is more defined by attitude. Like I always assist, I always think it's only spunk gargle wee wee if it's a war game where your where your side is obviously the better equipped side, and yet it's still you're still being presented as the underdogs. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. <laughs> Sorry, I have nothing to add. Nerdy Hillbilly gives ten US dollars to say the only way VR games will advance is when AAA studios make real games for the hardware. Ooh, now that's a no true Scotsman argument if ever I heard one. Alex was Valve showing the world how to do it. PC and PSVR has potential. No one is using the potential. Eat shit, nerdy hillbilly. Who are you to define what a real game is? I, uh, thank you. I, like My response to that was going to be, fuck off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I, they make real I, like, games. I like playing like Beat Saber or huh. Ragnarok. I like those like swing your arms rhythm games in VR. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are those are those those are fun. Those are super fun. Like like the ten minutes I played of Super Hot in VR was incredibly exciting and terrifying when you turn around and there's one of those orange guys behind you. Yeah. <laughs> 
But you're one of those people who complains about too many fake nerd girls getting in the <laughs> Oh, blimey, we got a, we have a whole bunch of more Super Chats added since my last reset. Uh-oh. We'll be here a while yet. I thought we were nearly done. Scavenger gives uh, five US dollars to say, so if the Wii brought VR advancements, what advancements would VR bring? Will Google wind up being 20 years ahead of its time with Google Glass? Well, it remains to be seen, doesn't it? Hmm. I mean, what sort of enhancements has the Oculus Quest brought that could be pushed forward to general technology? Right. I think, like, uh, eventually we could see a nice melding of the two. Like, Google Glass was interesting, like what Yatu was talking about earlier with some stuff like walking directions or driving directions. Mm-hmm. Like, having that little heads-up display would be great. Um you're also not bringing your Oculus Quest 2 into the bathroom with you uh, or into a public bathroom with you um, oh, yes. while it's on your face. And so right now we have an apples and oranges situation. Uh, I think everyone agrees if we could have a pair uh, like a VR headset that is as light and comfortable as a normal pair of glasses, we would all want that. Hmm. Uh, but right now we have an apples and oranges. Yeah. Well, we've got the wireless thing down. Mm-hmm. We've got that advancement down. Yeah. Now it's just making it light and not so much like a tampon on the face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fixated on that analogy now. <laughs> that guy, you know, gives five US dollars to say VR exclusives feel extra annoying. Who wants to buy four headsets for the handful of exclusives each one has? Well, quite. I agree. It's the old exclusives to uh, TV streaming services problem again, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Except with the added problem of needing headsets. I guess you need to, headsets need to be more like DVD players where you don't get exclusives to it. That would be stupid. It's just, just a way to access the thing. Right. But, but you know, if if you buy a game through your oculus headset but in the steam store then facebook doesn't get a cut well i've always felt exclusives around to consumer on regular consoles oh I they, agree. they always have been i i agree and I, I i think it's i think it's incredibly like it's uh it's the worst part it's the worst part of capitalism like it's it's yeah. literally try, trying to be monopolistic wow that didn't come out of my mouth correctly but uh, yeah, it's it's the worst. We we all agree. Like I said, it should be like DVD players. Mm-hmm. Anyone can make one, and they run all the DVDs. Yeah, and there's no movies that are exclusive to a certain brand of DVD player because that would be dumb. Mm-hmm. But why do we accept it in video games? Just because it's always been this way? Fuck that! Right. In the tradition is the conservative alternative to thinking. Ooh, no, and especially especially now in the days of uh, digital downloads, there should be there should be absolutely no reason why you have to buy a game via the Microsoft Store to play on your Xbox and vice versa. Agreed. Hmm. Tim Rowan gives ten British pounds to say, "I got the Oculus recently. I agree, it may be a blip due to lack of games like RE4. Do you think better games will help or better crossplay? Both. Well, yeah, both of those things would help. Mm-hmm. There's no reason we can't have both. Yeah, 
No, they they the thing with the Oculus, and the, I mean the reason that we're doing this episode is the Oculus has now passed a rather large hurdle that VR has to pass, which is the accessibility hurdle. Uh, a device starting at what three four hundred dollars, right? Like, uh, uh, yeah, three hundred three hundred bucks for like the hundred and twenty eight gig version. Mm-hmm. So a relatively cheap device that does not require a gaming PC that's wireless that grandma can pick up anytime, anywhere, that's hurdle yeah. number one. And RE4 is only an 8-gig download. Oh, okay. Most VR games aren't very big downloads. Yeah, there you go. And so, like, like hurdle number two is is getting it on people's faces, which is happening like now like i said this is very we like where now you're going to go to people's house for for the holidays someone's going to have one grandma's going to try it and grandma's going to say oh i could play bowling on that i love playing bowling Mm. um so you know we don't necessarily need like the killer app anymore we you just need something that will that will strike their fancy we we learned that with we bowling that's all you need that's all you need is we bowling Bowling by yourself in an empty bowling alley. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think personally, and this is this is just for me, I think things like cross play and and multiplayer games will just add to that excitement, will add to the prostalization. Okay, fine. Yeah. Clutch forty five gives two US dollars to say VR tourism have legs. Disney World on the couch. I wouldn't say so. I mean, when you're riding a roller coaster, you need a lot more than just the visuals and the sound. You need the wind rushing and your body being thrown about and all that uh, excitement. Yeah, I can't. And we're not getting that till we've got full neural interface. V- VR tourism is is just a fancier version of your neighbor showing them their vacation photos. And guess yeah, what? No it, one yeah. likes that. Yeah, nobody calls looking at, at those holiday snaps virtual tourism you know what i could see though is i could see quasi educational programming like like you get something like a like a planet earth in vr pop that on a i've I've played i've played google earth in vr (laughs) oh i I meant like the the nature show planet earth Oh okay. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. You know, like the amazing world of whales, but in VR, right? You can pop that. Uh, then, as a parent, you can pop that on a kid's head, have them like swim around with whales for a half hour and not feel terrible. Out of your hair. <laughs> Great idea. I love it. Exactly. Every parent will get behind that. Every parent will get behind If it's quasi-educational, every parent will be down with that. Oh, you mean my kid shuts up for a half an hour? <laughs> Yeah, they don't have to hog the fucking TV with 101 Dalmatians. They can watch their thing, and I can watch violent gore movies mm-hmm. on the on the main TV. Put your headphones on. Put your headphones on. <laughs> so uh, it would be nice. It would. It, and you know what? It would be it, second one's coming soon. <laughs> Put your headphones on. Daddy's got to play Resident Evil again. <laughs> I miss being able to put whatever I want on the living room TV. Mm. One day, one day you'll get it back. For a while, for a while it was okay, but then they get old enough that they start remembering things, mm-hmm. you know. But w- anyway, one day, yeah, it's, you'll be able to share your favorite things with them, and that's when it gets really fun. <sighs> uh, well, it's, 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 I hope it's worth the wait. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it is. Sometimes they don't care about the things you like, and then it's not worth it. <laughs> 
Maze of Amazement gives two Canadian dollars to say, Jack, don't forget to buy eggs. In joke. <laughs> In joke. Ten seven gives five US dollars to say, hey, Jack, did you know you can play Half-Life Alex on the Quest? Also, any other PC game, even wirelessly? Yes, someone, someone told us that. You can play other VR PC games on your Quest? Uh, okay. Okay, great. I like it. Scott Daniels gives $10 to say, Hey guys, not related to VR, but I wanted to express my love for Adventurers. Nye, my friend, and I look forward to it every week. And I hope you guys keep the series going for as long as you enjoy it. Well, we'll certainly be keeping it going for as long as it's profitable. <laughs> I was I was slightly late um, to set up the stream today because I was editing the next episode and enjoying it. Oh, so much. Just I was just enjoying listening to all of you uh, be big dummies. Uh, so yeah, it's <laughs> it's amazing. I wasn't the, I wasn't the big dummy in the last one. I wasn't the one that alerted that horde. Oh, no, I'm editing the one before that where um, uh, most of it will be edited out. But uh, you you guys spent a long time on that riverbed trying to figure out how to cross the river. <laughs> well, it was a big river. <laughs> The ma- it out eventually. The magic of editing means that you figured it out a lot uh, quicker. Than- <laughs> well, that's a relief. Yes. <clears throat> um, where were we? Nerdy Hillbilly again. Shows his face again. To say five US dollars. To say the Oculus Rift was re- Oculus Rift S was really good till they killed it. Fits my face, fat and thick glasses and light. Mm. Would swap the controllers for index ones, though. So um, what I'm taking away from that, Nerdy Hillbilly, is that you have a fat face and thick glasses, and that's completely in line with what I'd already assumed. Mm. Well, there you go. Thanks for filling us in. Well, there you go. But I, And I guess that's that's part of what we were talking about, is like it would be great if you could mix and match VR hardware and software and find what works for you. That would be great. Yeah, it would be nice, yeah. wouldn't it? Clutch hmm. 45 gives $2 to say, would it be fun to control a drone robot? Would it be fun to control a drone stroke robot from VR? Oh, yes, I'd say so. You'd need a like a 360-degree camera on your drone. Hmm. But uh, I mean, seems like it would be fun and um, privacy violating, the best kind of fun. <laughs> I was gonna say though, like I don't know if VR would necessarily sell that though. It would just like, like I have a drone. I have a drone for for filming purposes, and it's fun just to fly the drone with my with my phone and the controller. So hmm. I don't know if we, uh, VR is the necessity for that. Uh, it's really fun to control things via remote control. Might be more convenient to have your hands free to work the controls if you're if you're VRing the headset on yeah yeah i could see that uh, uh okay miles man gives 499 us to say howdy do you think that vr sets becoming wireless will make vr gaming more accessible man you're behind miles man did you did you just wake up first of all good morning secondly good, yes, yes incredibly <laughs> incredibly yeah. much so <laughs> why don't you go back and watch the vod slow coach mm-hmm. Uh, you're like the fucking internet explorer of commenters. It just loaded for them, uh, and you know yeah. what? Yeah, wireless uh, wirelessness and price uh, are two giant hurdles that the Oculus gets over. Absolutely. Uh, Cat Girl Kazoo gives five US dollars to say, uh, "Yeah, it was in the middle of my room with a headset on. I even have full body trackers that I can dance or do like other things." 
Maybe that was part of an earlier conversation that we forgot yeah, the first that part a, of. That a follow up. Hang on, I'm going to find her last comment. Oh yeah, she was the one who went to the VR chat party with the live DJ, where she got blackout drunk. Okay. Um, yeah, that might not be a good idea in the future. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, I'm not here to you know give life advice to how people drink. That's a different show, but uh, uh, you know, take take a hard thing. If anything, just getting blackout drunk with an expensive piece of hardware on your face might not be a great idea. Yeah. While dancing, I'm just picturing someone in the middle of the room, just sort of dancing with like a bottle of tequila in each hand. Yeah, to go, it all runs down their face yeah. with the VR headset. Actually, that sounds kind of cool. I want to do that. <laughs> Scavenger gives uh, 10 US dollars to say, thinking of what would be awesome in VR, Pokemon stroke Temtem from the trainer POV. And people are, and people are making D&D RPG tables in VR where you jump from player POV at the table to your minis POV on the table. Yes, I've seen that. I've seen that. That's really that fun. Cool. That's really fun. Um, even even just playing... It's Hand of Fatey. Yes, very Hand of Fatey. Even just playing a game like, what's the... Um... Oh crap! What is that? There, there's a really, uh, a really fantastic 3D, um, uh, virtual tabletop. Uh, oh, what's it called now? Oh crap! Hold on, this is important. <laughs> someone, well, someone in chat's gonna know uh, before I can Google well, it. Well, that's a relief. I, I hope. Uh, I hope someone's going to uh, figure it out. Let's see here. It's called... No, what's it called? There's so many, There's so many. by the way, virtual tabletops now, which is fantastic. Uh, does anyone in chat know what it's called? I talked about it a while ago on an escapist show. Tailspire. Thank you, brave Othello. So it's a it's a 3D virtual tabletop where you can you know build your maps and have little minis. But even something like that in VR, even just just that and like being able to like move your minis and set up stuff while also sitting across the table from people virtually would be mm. incredibly fun. Well, I'd probably get a headache after now. Is that... Sure. That's fair. Tails. Uh, Corey, My Corey Myers gives $5 to say my issue with VR is the lack of awareness of my surroundings. Thoughts? Well, I already said I could see that being a deal breaker for a lot of people. Mm. Corey Myers. Because, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. you know, there's something a little bit... Um, frightening really <laughs> yeah i mean when you think about how like you got the things on your ears and the thing over your face and people in the room around you could be doing anything and you wouldn't know they might be stealing all your furniture yeah that that is weird i know like there's a few things uh in the oculus that like give you warnings if you do like proximity sensors if you do get too yeah. close to stuff but yeah it is a very unnerving feeling um, but the ocular setting where you can view the outside world in scary gray uh, paranormal activity o vision mm -hmm. sounds like the feature for you. Yes, I, I did. In, I did enjoy that. Um, also, like my brain is just going back to kind of the last one, which is playing Pokemon in VR. I think I don't think that would work. Well, uh, first they need to find a better way to, of throwing things in VR. <laughs> right. Throwing things in VR is always very. Uh, weird mm -hmm. and it never seems to go right for me been throwing a lot of grenades in resident evil 4 mm -hmm. that didn't do what Just i wanted them to make do. sure you have your wrist straps on 
well, yeah, it's just, you know, throwing it in an actually effective way. It actually goes some distance and doesn't just pathetically plink to the floor <laughs> like you're a little tiny girl trying to pitch a baseball. Sure. I just like, yeah, for, for stuff like Pokemon, I can't imagine VR adding anything because really you're playing Pokemon to, you know, watch creatures battle. And yeah. so whether you're watching creatures battle on a screen or on your face, like, you know. Uh, yes. So Clutch45 gives $5 to say, does VR stroke AR erotica blur the lines with cheating? Would taking Counselor Troy in the holodeck have more emotional meaning than erotic videos? <sighs> well, this... That- well, clearly you have some investment in the concept. <laughs> <laughs> the- you were banging... <laughs> If you were banging VR broads with a force feedback cod piece, do you think your wife would be put out by that? This is a question for you and your partner. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, uh, some partners, you know, have different, you know, boundaries. Exactly. Exactly. And most most partners would be perfectly fine and understanding that their partner masturbates, Mm -hmm. for example. And this is really just the same thing. That's how I would I mean, view it. Uh, though, if you're investing this amount of thought, time, and money into masturbating, maybe there's something with your partner that needs to be resolved. Yeah. And if you start getting, probably a problem if you start getting too emotionally attached to your force feedback cord piece. <laughs> right? Like, if you if you start, if, if like, that's your main focus, is like, oh, man, I really, like, I got to take in my force feedback cod piece uh, uh, monthly to, you know, be serviced, you know, make sure that I, I keep I, I keep the upkeep up, uh, that sort of thing, or else it goes bad. Uh, that might be time and money uh, more better spent on your partner. These are just things mm. to, to keep in mind. Navy Husky gives $5 oh. to say, what do you think of Facebook's metaverse thing? Do you think it will help make VR seen as more of a trendy and mainstream thing? Well, I like it mainly because Metaverse is what they call it in the Persona games. Mm. But um, I don't think that sort of, you know, Ready Player One style virtual reality is going to be a thing. Because as I say, most people, if they want to like surf the web or get the news, are perfectly happy with the ways they get it now. Yes. That mean they can look away at any time and interact with their dog etc yes i the A very sleepy dog who i just woke oh, up ha, ha, ha. i think he is my puppet he must rise to my whims i think you're right people enjoy consuming their that sort of news content in very small bites and so the idea of like, oh, I just want to see if anyone posted family pictures. I'm going to put on my headset and turn it on. Now I need to wait for it to boot up. Okay, now I have to uh, you know, guide my way through my news feed. No, no one, you know, like, yeah, oh, look, no one's going to pictures of a dog. No one's going to turn that. off. It's not. It's not convenience. Convenience is what drives this. Shit. Yeah. Agreed. So I think the metaverse is stupid. Yeah. And no one likes Facebook. No, even people who use Facebook don't like Facebook. Yeah, Facebook's on the way out. I haven't used it in a long time. It's all uh, Instagram these days. Mm, owned by Facebook. <laughs> oh, well, never mind then. <laughs> Clutch45 gives $2 to say, Grandma playing VR, the carousel of progress. Yeah. If you like. I mean, it's that's that's what I that's what I thought about. As soon as like as soon as I saw my aunt pop on a vr headset i i thought immediately of that same and like you know playing wee bowling it's like shit this is it this is it 
scavenger gives five dollars to say not a theme park i would love to visit machu picchu everest or canyon of the crescent moon in jordan if they were scanned into 3d virtual tourism <sighs> it's really not the same if it's just like frozen in place right like you could watch you, know, you want to amazing 4k high definition video of that right now and it's not the same yeah, yeah. you, you want to feel the wind in your face you want to like have the potential of being um, murdered by extremist groups, mm-hmm. depending on where you mm-hmm. are. Yeah, it's I, I I I could see, like I said, I could see some educational purposes there, but I I don't think it'll I don't think virtual tourism should be is a thing or should be a thing. Go go to the place yourself; it'll be more fun. Uh, Robert Soto gives one ninety nine US to say ninety nine point nine 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 percent chuds. Okay. Okay. Sort of just repeating something I said earlier. But uh, thanks for the money anyway. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the $2. Yeah, we appreciate that. Scavenger gives five US dollars to say there's an extra punctuation on the site this Thursday and Adventure is Nigh on YouTube. Post CP tomorrow. Probably other stuff. Oh, God, I'm a shill. Are you trying to drop a hint, Scavenger? Are you trying to tell us we've gone on too long? <laughs> We are getting to that point, absolutely. But hey, thank you for uh, doing the shilling for us. It makes our job a little easier. We appreciate that. Sure is. Mm-hmm. And a couple of like uh, upgraded membership comments that I didn't appear on my list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Green Marble member for nine months went upgraded to early access and says VR feels kind of sad and lonely, sort of admitting defeat. Uh, well, it's an anti- certainly antisocial, as I said. Uh, uh, I'm gonna. I, I guess I have to be like the the curmudgeon here to be like a lot of gaming is antisocial. That's why we like it. Who wants to be social all the time? It's exhausting. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And but I think it can be both. Like I think I think VR, both VR and gaming in general, can be both. You can have a singular personal experience that's wonderful, or you can have a group experience that's wonderful. I'm trying to see if I can find. A menu in this YouTube studio that tells me all the comments given by upgraders. People just getting, yeah, people just getting upgraders. Uh, but I, I, th- I think there might have. I think that might have been the only one. If I'm, I'm, I'm just scrolling back right now in my chat. I think that's the only one. There's someone else, uh, uh, James Martinez, uh, upgraded to bonus content, but didn't say anything. Oh, okay. So we. Well, there might have been another one. Sure. Oh, well, hey, uh, YouTube, if you're taking feedback, maybe add the uh, upgrade super chats to the super chat list yeah. on in the YouTube studio page. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. That would be nice. Great. So is that all of them? Did you do, yeah, oh, wait. Yeah, I think oh, we just got one from that guy, you know, giving $2 to say VR headset. I prefer the term give up machine. Thank you for your thank you for your addition, that guy. You know, I think we'll uh, say no more super chats now because we want to wrap this up. Thank you for all the super chats. No, the, the thank you for all the super chats. Though we had quite a few today. Mm-hmm. They do support the site, and they're uh, and no Nick will be happy. <laughs> yes, no, we do. We really do appreciate it, and it helps keep the conversation moving. It gives us things to talk about. We we like that in general. Um, just to know, like, I, I, I think, I think we're going to, we're going to see an, it's going to be an interesting year for VR. And I say that as someone who is in general, still 
on the fence about VR. But hmm. the the Oculus, like besides the Facebook fuckery, which is the only way to describe that, the Oculus gets rid of a lot of my issues with VR. <laughs> yeah. And as I say, if you're going to boycott every company that does shitty things these days, you can't do a single fucking thing. Right. You can barely go to the fucking grocery store. <laughs> Right. And so, you know, you have to choose your battles. And um, I, I still don't yeah. know if I'm going to hop on board, but it's it's getting it's getting easier and easier for me to say, Ooh, maybe. Don't you have a fear of things stuck to your face? I don't have a fear of things stuck to my face. I don't like things on my body <laughs> in okay. general. Uh, so that's not a fear. That's like a, a tactile thing. I, I don't know if I'd call that a fear. An aversion, perhaps? Ooh, that's a much better word. I do have an aversion to things on my body. I don't, uh, like, I wear a watch. I don't wear a ring, usually. Um, I don't wear my wedding ring. I got aversions. I got aversions for days. Mm. And I got that thing where I really can't stand being around people when they're chewing. Mm. Yeah, that's that's super gross. Also, for the person in chat who says, Jack, you wear glasses for fuck's sake. I need those to see, dickhead. <laughs> and it's either yeah. glasses, surgery, or literally sticking a piece of glass on my eyeball. Also, it's more stuff, as I understand it, it's more stuff sort of like enveloping yeah. you, isn't it? The way a ring does. Exactly. It's, it's like the, the tightness kind of thing. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I think that'll be it. Uh, I already plugged all the stuff going out this week, thanks to that one super chat. So that saved time. But just to remind you, ZP tomorrow, which will be on the subject of the GTA Definitive Editions. Ooh, exciting. So look forward to that. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Call of Duty Vanguard ZP drops onto YouTube. Mm hmm um what else yeah adventure is nigh on drop it on youtube on thursday and a new extra punctuation what else are you doing this week jack right um uh, yeah th there'll be a, a stream on thursday i'm sure uh, today we play with myself and nick uh yeah but also yeah thursday adventure is nigh drops on youtube for those who like to wait for youtube uh and it's a good one and uh really watch it for for next week's one which yes. is well it's, it's yeah it's a funny one they're, they're it's, all it's the one ones. with the it's it's the one with that one natural one that <laughs> completely derailed the entire session <laughs> it's the it's the natural one that probably stretched it out into eight episodes <laughs> basically yeah. basically uh so yeah it's uh that's all a good time we are we are getting ready to wrap up season one on our recording end, and I am starting to prepare for season two of Adventure Is Not. <gasps> our, our, our players will have some decisions to make as to where season two takes place, uh, and so that'll be fun. Ooh, it'll be fun to work that mm -hmm. out. Uh, exactly. So uh, thanks, everybody, for watching and or listening to this. Once again, I've been Jack Packard. And I've been Yahtzee Crozier. And uh, goodbye. Bye.